it's Kimmy with Metal Deli number 212, back after a couple weeks for no reason at all. Um, but it's been a crazy day. It, 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 the day was totally boring, 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 and then I almost got killed. But I'm not ready to tell you that story yet. Instead, I'm going to introduce you to a band that has never been on the show before, and I just saw them live couple months ago, don't remember the exact month, maybe, but Bullet to the Heart. Now, if you've been listening to the show, at the hour mark, I put on Idiots of Genius by Evan J. Thomas. Evan J. Thomas is part of the PR company for Bullet to the Heart, and so he graciously gave me two of their songs to play on today's show. Um, These are a great group of people who Evan works closely with, and this song that I'm going to play first is their newest release, which just released last week. Right now we are in the second week of February, and I believe it, um, no, we're not. We're in the second week of March. Wow. Okay, when I tell you later how I almost got killed, you'll understand why I just messed that up. So anyway, this is Bullet to the Heart with their brand new release, Heartbreaker. Now, if you've got your six-year-olds around, this is a little not... Um, appropriate for them. A little bit of swearing here and there, but nothing worse than I ever say on the show. So here you go. This is Kimmy. You're listening to The Metal Deli. Here's Bullet to the Heart. Just wish you'd fucking die! 
I warned you. I totally warned you about the language in that song. Usually when there's that kind of language in a song, I'll like hide it in the middle of the show, but I almost got killed, so I thought that it was very appropriate for the beginning of the show. So that's Bullet to the Heart. They're from around Chicago. Really cool people, and they're going to be going around, I think they're going to Boston in June, maybe July. I can't remember, but they're going to be there. No, May. I think they're going to be there in May. You can find them on Facebook. They're really cool. Evan works closely with them. He talks about them a lot. And I have another song for you by them at the end of the show. And also, Audrey's the lead singer. And man, can she sing. She can belt it out. I don't know where it comes from because she's about 20 pounds soaking wet. I think maybe her hair, which goes past her ass, her hair is probably heavier than the rest of the entire person. Anyway, so that was Bullet to the Heart. And if any of the words offended you in that song, you're probably in the wrong place. This is a metal show. Okay. Burdizzo is the next band. B-U-R-D-I-Z-Z-O. And all of their songs were really short. So I wanted to pick one long enough so you can get a better feel of what they are about. And so I picked the longest one they had. This is Conserpent with by Burdizzo. <laughs> with Con Serpent. And if you listened to last week's show, I introduced you to Woo... Uh, <laughs> to Woos. No, I introduced you to Wes Moose. Moose. Moose has uh, Metal Coffee PR and Burdizzo is one of his bands. And last week I did a whole bunch of his bands. This week I'll be doing a few less, but I still have a bunch 
done because I had some other bands that I wanted to scoot in there. But so Berdizzo is from Toronto, Conserpent. They've got two albums out and you should go check them out on Facebook as well as check out Moose. He is Metal Coffee PR. Great guy. Um, I think last week, I think I played eight of his bands in when I put it up on Facebook, Facebook kind of blew up because he posted it everywhere. And that was just so awesome to me because sometimes I'll send out a list of the music I play and nobody pays a bit of attention. So it was very, very cool that he did that for me. So I do have some of his bands on this week and then I'll just keep going with, um, I think I told you I was doing them in alphabetical order and I got through the A's last week, last time. And today I'm obviously in B's. So I'm just going to play some of his bands every show until I get to Z and then I'll have him update with me with any more bands that he's put on. Um, so yes, yeah, so I almost died today. So I'll give you like a, a brief rundown. Took my dog to the vet. I think that's something normal people do. And then when I came out and I was standing at the counter to pay, I was all alone in the lobby other than the people behind the desk. So I was just kind of holding Lily's leash wasn't really paying attention. There were no dogs to take away, to take, to get her attention. And I'm paying. And as I, as I've got her leash in my left hand, my credit card in my right, the door, the door out is like 50 feet away. It opens. And this guy comes in with two dogs and Lily starts to bark. And before I even know, before I even know what's going on, Lily goes to the door so fast that she spins me around. I let go of the leash because we all know that if I fall, I'm going to freaking break every bone in my body. And also I couldn't hold on to it. She was going that fast. So as she's running towards this dude and his dogs, he yells, lady, my dogs are very dangerous. Well, at that moment, there was absolutely nothing I could do. So he yells, lady, lady, my dogs are really dangerous. I had nothing in my mouth because I was freaking out. So I didn't even know what to do. I was totally frozen to the spot. So he, as my dog gets to his dogs, who, by the way, aren't reacting. So they're not, now that I think back, they didn't do anything to look dangerous. I don't know what his problem is. Right as Lily gets to him and his dogs, he backs out, pulls his dogs backwards, and shuts the door. So at some point I yelled Lily come and she did turn around and come which never happens so she saved her own life anyway so he goes out the door she comes back to me she gets told she's a little bitch or something I I know I said something I wasn't happy I pay and I go and as I get in my car and I look at Lily I'm thinking to myself if that if my dog got into a battle with two very dangerous dogs What moron thinks I'm going to jump in the middle? Like, if they're very dangerous dogs to a dog, then they're going to be pretty dangerous to a chick getting in the middle of them trying to get the dog. And I'm sitting in my car thinking, like, why didn't I think of all these things to say in 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 the vet? And so I was shaking, and I look at my dog like, why, why did I adopt you? I didn't adopt you. My kids did. And now I'm going to die. But very dangerous dogs is what he tells me. They didn't move. Now that I'm thinking back, they did not move. I'm thinking they weren't very dangerous and he's just moronic. Anyway, <clears throat> so I, I, I don't remember who I texted first because 
I had a bunch of people waiting to hear what was wrong with my dog. She's fine. She's a torn ligament, but she'll be fine. And I'm like, we almost got attacked by very dangerous dogs. So the very dangerous, those two words were like emblazoned onto my head. Very dangerous dogs, very dangerous dogs. They were, I don't even know what they were. They were like labradoodles or something. And I don't, they're not dangerous. So anyway, um, I'm, I'm still shaking. It's been like two hours. Did he really think I was going to jump in there? I don't jump into water. I'm not going to jump between dogs. Isn't there like a rule that if dogs are attacking each other, you don't get in the middle? You get a hose and you hose them down or something? So what was he thinking? Why didn't he think to himself, hey, dude, there's a chick here with a dog and my dog's very dangerous, so I'll get out of here. Anyway, <clears throat> so I, I'm calmer now, but um, <laughs> just, wow, what a day. So I'm a little reclumped, and um, if I see those two very dangerous dogs again, um, I'm going to go up and pet them because I'm not scared anymore. <laughs> Meanwhile, my dog is resting peacefully on the bed as I talk, and she's obviously not very scared either. Blood of Angels is next, which is very appropriate since if I had been bit, there would have been blood, and I'm such an angel. Um Actually, someone just told me I was a jerk, but I'll tell you about that in a couple minutes. I'm already losing my voice. I'm already 15 minutes into the show. So, um, Blood of Angels with Miscreant. No, Blood of Angels with Miscreant Deeds of Loki. There you go. Here we go. The Metal Tally. I'm still alive, damn it. Let's go. 
of angels with miscreant deeds of Loki. Now, I don't know who Loki is, but I know he's somebody or something because I saw a TV show where they were talking about it. And that was a long time ago, so that's all I know. But Blood of Angels is a metal band featuring current and former members of Motor Grader, Foreshadow, Denied Till Death, and Leprosy. Now, before I go on and tell you about Blood of Angels, can I just say that I want Motor Grader on my show really, really badly. So if whichever member of Blood of Angels is listening to this, um, first I'll take music from all four of those bands, but Motor Grader especially. So anyway, um, Blood of Angels is also from Metal Coffee PR, and they are from Florida, Tam- uh, Tampa to be specific, which uh, I think I've said before my parents go to Florida, and so every time I go, I want to go meet bands that have been on my show, but Tampa is nowhere near where they are. So Maybe I'll get to Blood of Angels some other time. But I liked that. I really liked that guitar work in the metal there. And part of the fun that I have of in doing the metal deli is being able to put music on that doesn't complement each other, that is so different from each other that you just get a taste of all the different kinds of metal that's out there and... That was great. That was awesome. So that was Blood of Angels with Miscreant Deeds of Loki. And if I did say that wrong, you can tell me anytime you want. One question that I get asked the most often is how I, our band will say, how much music should we send you? And I'll say, as much as you can. And they'll say, well, you know, what would you like to play? And I'll be like, guys, just send me your freaking music. But the truth is that when I, If a band has all music that I like, if all of their music is good, I will ask them, okay, is there something you want me to promote? Or is there something that's new? But this time, this next song, I picked out for a specific reason, and you could probably figure it out. To start with, the band is Carcinogen Daily. They are also under um, Metal Coffee PR, and they had sent me music previously. So they've been on on a show pretty recently, but when I saw this song... How could I not put it on? Um, This is Carcinogen Daily with Hellhound Thunder Beast. (laughs) Figure that out. You can have this whole song to figure it out. And in case maybe you're stoned or you're drunk or whatever, I'll tell you why I picked it out afterwards. Hellhound Thunder Beast. Coming right now.
Carcinogen Daily. They are from Tulsa, Oklahoma. And I decided to go back into my records and find out why I had their music already. And it seems like a couple months ago, I had gotten in touch with them and they had sent me their music and I played it. And then when Moose sent me all of the bands that he um, works with, they were on that as well. And so they were very, very nice when they originally sent me their show, their music, nope, their music. And um, they they say that their subgenre is sludge doom thuggery. Very interesting. I've never heard thuggery as an adjective, but we're metal. We can do whatever the hell we want. So no, very cool guys. Second time on the show. Very glad to have them. The name of the song is Hellhound Thunder Beast. And you know that has to do with the very dangerous dogs that almost mauled me today. So, okay, just for the record, I was there three hours ago and now I'm laughing about it but when I was not laughing when it was happening oh my god and um, I posted it on Facebook something about almost dying or something and I shouldn't have done that because my mom called within seconds she's like what's happening what's happening are you dying I said mom if I'm posting on Facebook kind of thinking I'm not that close to death and she said Kimmy you won't believe what people post on Facebook nowadays really mom you think I don't know? Okay. That was funny. So anyway, um, she's fast, man. I post something and she's on me like, I don't even know, white on rice. And she's like, why did you write that? I said, well, because mom, you shouldn't be on my Facebook page anyway. So that's Carcinogen Daily, Tulsa, Oklahoma. I actually think I'm supposed to be in Oklahoma this summer. So if I do, believe me, I will hunt these guys down and I will, I will meet them because that's, I love to meet bands. Speaking of meeting bands, I'm going to be in a lot of places this summer. I have a lot of really cool shows coming up. So I will be in New Orleans in May. I will be in... No, that's wrong. I take that back. I will be in... (laughs) I forget when I'll be in New Orleans. I think that's April. I'll be in Boston twice in May. July, I think I'm going after Rage of the Machine and kind of following them to couple places and I've got something in Detroit and if you're any of those places hit me up whoops sorry and uh, maybe we can meet at the venue I would love to do that and if you're wearing a metal deli t-shirt I buy you a drink so I think it's a good thing all around I am gonna start putting up on my page places where I'll be except I usually hate to do that because then what if I don't go I'm not part of the band so if I don't go it's not like the show can't go on kind of like you know Guns N' Roses when Axl Rose doesn't show up um, sorry, I shouldn't have said that. I love Axl Rose. Um, <laughs> so what's going on lately? The big talk around the world is this coronavirus. And first of all, there's there's um, the amount of news on this is hilarious um, because because everyone's talking about how coronavirus is named after Corona and people are buying um People are buying Budweiser. I don't know whatever the hell it is. So it turns out, I looked this up with a friend of mine, and of course now I can't find it. Um, corona Coronavirus was actually a virus before this whole thing broke out. It was not. It was not um, named that simply because of any reason other than. And now I can't find it. It's gonna piss me off. Hold on a second. So, okay, forget it. I'm not going to... Anyway, Italy just shut its doors. Israel shut its doors. Um, everywhere is shutting its doors. Nobody wants anyone else. And the whole 
But what's interesting to a friend of mine and myself was that we haven't heard about any cases of children having the coronavirus. What does this mean? This means that adults are dumb, kids are outside having fun, and they're not getting sick. Actually, I don't know that. But um, it is a huge thing. You know, stores are sold out of toilet paper. Stores are sold out of water. And everyone's like, why are you stocking up on toilet paper? My personal opinion is, why would you never not stock up on toilet paper? There's never going to be a day where you don't need toilet paper. There might be a day where you don't need green beans. So those you don't need to hoard. But I stock up on toilet paper all the time. Why not? That's just dumb. Anyway, but yeah, it's becoming this crazy thing and I hear weddings are being canceled and concerts are being canceled and uh, South by Southwest was canceled. Now, if you say that to a non-musician, they're like, big deal. You say that to a musician, South by Southwest was canceled, they're like, holy shit, this is big news. Um, So stay safe, wash your hands, and as everyone's been saying, wash your hands daily anyway. Soap and water is always best, better than all of your antibiotic gels and creams and whatever. Soap and water is best. Wash your hands while you're singing the ABCs and don't stop before that. That's as long as you should soap and then you should rinse and then dry your hands on your pants because those dryers in the, in the public bathrooms with the air dryers, those are not healthy. Um, I guess you could use, you could use paper towels, but you know, we're not even allowed to use plastic straws to drink. So why would you use paper towels to dry? Anyway, so Um, So the coronavirus, huge. Everyone's freaking out. Um, And now the travel industry, I guess, is bombing big time. I was at a restaurant in a hotel the other night with some friends of mine. And the waitress was telling us that this is uh, convention month in Chicago. We had like four humongous conventions. um, Tens of thousands of people. I don't know how many she said. She said, we expected 5,000 check-ins today. Not people, check-ins, which could be multiple people for each check-in. She said, everyone canceled but 500 check-ins. So for a hotel that was counting on that business, done. All the restaurants, empty. Everything's empty. The conventions, empty. And I had a friend coming in from Israel for this big convention, and he says, I can't go. So what does it mean you can't go? You're not going to get sick. He's like, no, I can't go because they won't let me back into my own country without quarantining me. This is just fucking crazy. Anyway, so uh, so coronavirus is the big virus of the day. And everyone's, you know, some people say, well, you can, people, from the, people die from the flu more than coronavirus. And everyone's fighting because that's what we do. And then, of course, someone had to put on Facebook that it was Trump's fault. So I'm sure Trump sneezed and he just created this virus. Next band. I'm done with, I'm not done talking about the coronavirus. And besides, I have something really cool to talk about later. Day of Doom is next. Perfect name for a band because I always go to festivals that are called Doom Day or Days of Doom, all that stuff. So this band is Day of Doom. This is another metal coffee band, and this is their song, (laughs) Exterminating Angels. Hey! 
Day of Doom with Exterminating Angels. They are from Long Island, New York, and you can find them on Facebook at Day of Doom 666. Now, let me tell you something about Day of Doom, not the band. Sometimes it is extremely difficult to find bands on Facebook because their name happens to be something like, oh, Day of Doom. And um, there's, there's like five or six Doom festivals, at least, in the month of May. So when you go to Facebook and you're looking for a band that you have heard about on or that you've heard on my show, make sure you're finding the right band. So that's Day of Doom 666. And their um, logo is this really cool, fiery orange and black and cool with Day of Doom in very freaky font. Um, and they they're also from Metal Coffee, and that was Exterminating Angels. And they, um, they're from Long Island, New York. And so that's cool because I like New York. Actually, that's a lie. I'm not a big city woman. I know you might think I am, but I'm not. I don't like cities. And I grew up in Chicago, so go figure. All right, so last week when I did the show, I told you I was going to see a, three bands. And one of them was Mound Builders, and I didn't go. Which is why I said earlier, check my events, because if I'm whatever. Mound Builder. So I had gotten in touch with them and said, I'm going to be at your show this weekend. And I would really like to play your music the next day. And I didn't go to the show, but they did send me their music. And so this is Mound Builders with Broken Pillar.
right, so I screwed them up a little bit here already. It's not mound builders, it's the mound builders. And it's not broken pillar, it's broken pillars. Um, it's been a day. It's not very, it's not every day I almost get killed by two, quote, very dangerous, unquote, dogs. Now I'm thinking back, I bet they were like little Yorkies or something. But anyway, the mound builders, they're from Lafayette, Indiana, and that would not be otherwise cool other than that my cousins grew up there. My uncle um, and my cousins grew up there. And they have been a band, I'm sorry, <clears throat> I'm all serious now. They've been a band for 10 years. I almost got to see them. I did not. I plan on getting to something of theirs very soon to make it up to them. And it looks like uh, wow, it looks like they've got a lot of dates coming up. They've got something in Kalamazoo, Michigan, Lansing, Michigan, Logansport, Indiana, and Indianapolis, Indiana. So if you want to go find them on Facebook, maybe you can get to one of their shows. Um, and if they're hanging out with Pale Horseman, which is the whole reason I was going to the show in the first place, then automatically I knew that they were a good band because Pale Horseman is a great, great band, great guys in that band, and they would not steer me the wrong way. So we're going back to another um, metal coffee band. This is Chain Snap. And guess why I picked this song? Adrenaline Junkie. I kind of feel like that right now <laughs> that they just named that for me. Put it in my inbox perfectly on time. Here's Chain Snap with Adrenaline Junkie.
chain snap. Now they are all the way around the lake from the mound builders and they are in Wisconsin. They're in Wisconsin Rapids, Wisconsin, and I have no idea where that is. Um, I do know a lot of Wisconsin, but that's not ringing a bell. Anyway, uh, five guys from Wisconsin Rapids decided to get together, make a, a hard rock band that's chain snap. They are also working with Moose at Metal Coffee, and that was their song, Adrenaline Junkie. And if you listen to the show often enough, you'll know that today I'm totally racing on adrenaline. And I just got a text from a friend that says, hey, I'm off of work. I'm coming over. We're ordering pizza. And I was like, uh, we are? I'm only, a half, I'm only an hour through the show, and it's a two-hour show. Actually, I'm not even an hour through the show. And I wrote, did you leave? Like, are you really coming? And then my, the answer was, I didn't get an answer because obviously already in the car. Anyway, too bad. They can wait off to the side. So um, I have talked often about how I don't mean to do it, but on the show it will happen often that the songs I pick will tend to have a theme not in the music, but either in their name, in the band name, or the song name, or just something will have a theme. So if, if you paid attention, we've now talked about the dogs that almost killed me. We had a song about a thunder beast. We've had a, a band name and a song name that both had angels. And since I was almost killed by dogs, we had adrenaline, which I'm running on by Chain Snap. But next up, I picked out a song that is just so perfect for today. This is a band called Big Ugly. And again, I chose just because of the name of the song without listening to all the songs because it just worked so perfectly. And even though this show is about metal, I'm the only one here. So it's all about me. This is Big Ugly with Dog Tags of the Forgotten. How epic is that? Dog. We're back to dangerous dogs wearing dog tags of the forgotten. Sugar is sweet 
Sometimes I can be a big moron, and I really wasn't fair just now. Um, I played Big Ugly's Dog Tads of the Forgotten, but I was looking at dogs. But then I listened to the song, and I was like, oh, I'm a total moron. It was a beautiful song. It was about dog tags of... Okay, so I apologize to Big Ugly, and I apologize to you. I was on a, I was on a, I was on a theme, but I'm pulling myself back from that theme and that was really really cool so what I decided to do was to make it up to Big Ugly I'm going to play them again but before I play them again and they have another really cool beautiful song and when I say beautiful I mean the words are beautiful but we're still metal we're always talking metal but beautiful song so that was Big Ugly with dog tags of the dog tags of the forgotten we're going to go real quick to Idiots of Genius with Evan J. Thomas, and then we're going to come back to Big Ugly. Because even though I can be an airhead, I do come back down to earth and get serious. So, now you're going to hear your Idiots of Genius. You idiot! You idiot! You idiot! And you are an idiot! An idiot! Idiots of Genius. Here is your headline. Florida woman allegedly zipped boyfriend up in suitcase left him to die. A Florida woman who allegedly zipped her boyfriend up in a suitcase has been charged with second-degree murder after authorities accused her of leaving him to die. According to arrest affidavit, Sarah Boone, 42, told police that she and her boyfriend were drinking on Monday night and playing a game of hide-and-seek. She reportedly agreed that it would be funny if Torres got into a blue suitcase at her home in Orlando, Florida. Boone told deputies that she zipped Torres in the suitcase and then went to bed and passed out, forgetting about Torres' predicament. It wasn't until she woke a few hours later to her cell phone ringing that she realized that Torres was still inside the suitcase. When she went to check on him, she discovered he was unresponsive and not breathing. That's when she called 911. When detectives arrived, they found Torres' body near of the front door near a blue suitcase. His eye was bruised and he had a small laceration around his lip. When officers asked to look at her phone, she gave them written and verbal consent. A brief search of the phone revealed two videos, one in which Torres can be heard yelling at Boone, telling her he can't breathe as she laughs at his yelling. Yeah, that's what you get when you choke me, Boone tells Torres, court documents state. In the video, a blue suitcase can be seen facing downwards as Torres pushes on it attempting to escape. He tells Boone again that he can't breathe. However, Boone continues to mock Torres in one of the clips. That's on you. 
Oh, that's what it feels like when you cheat on me, Boone replies. Another video shows Torres yelling Boone's name with the suitcase in a different position. Deputies arrested Boone after they discovered inconsistencies with her statements and what they saw in the two videos. Boone is charged with second-degree murder and is currently in custody at the Orange County Jail in Florida. And there it is, your Idiots of Genius for today, March 5th, 2020. Idiot. You idiot. You idiot. And you are an idiot. An idiot. Idiots of Genius. You can check out any of the Idiots of Genius segments by going to badassproductions1.com and then the on demand section and then the tab for Idiots of Genius. You can check out Evan J. Thomas and all of his talents at badassproductions1.com. Whew, what a day. So he also has a couple shows that he does. He does PR, blah, 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 blah. So he, like I said, he's connected to Bullet to the Heart, who we heard first and who we will hear last. And I wanted to put that in there. And now I'm going to go back to Big Ugly. And this song is called Take Me Away. And I'm loving all of the songs I hear from them. Um, I have, I think, five. I have one, two, three. I have six. And they are also work, they also work with Metal Coffee. But I'm just really impressed right now at their writing ability. Not that I'm not impressed with other bands' writing ability, but this is really taking it to a different level. And I think that's really cool. We don't always write about... Um, uh, bleh, never mind. I'll explain. I'll go. I'll go to that in just a minute. So here we go with Big Ugly. Take me away. You're listening to the Metal Deli. Try to hope Just 
my huge apologies, not only to you, the listener, but to Big Ugly for being on such a tangent of my own that I didn't pay enough attention to their music and their writing is phenomenal. I'm very impressed with them. You'll be hearing them more very soon, obviously, because after that faux pas, they deserve like a whole show. Um, that's Big Ugly. They are from Northeast Ohio, which could be a whole bunch of places. And they consider themselves, they play loud, aggressive music that is both unapologetically brutal and occasionally humorous. But they didn't say that they had that kind of depth, which maybe metal bands don't want to admit, confess, but they do. And so I'm going to be getting in touch with them later to apologize for being a jerk and also to say how much I enjoy their music. So, so Northeast Ohio, that is big, ugly, cool, cool lyrics. And so this actually connects to something that I was talking about the other day. And also connects to Bullet of the Heart, who you heard earlier. So I was saying how I personally, when I create art, which my form of art is writing. When I write, I have to be in a certain mood. If I'm just silly and having a good time, I don't have anything to write about. If I'm sad, depressed, angry, um, all of those things, I can write pages and pages and pages of poems and songs, blah, blah, blah. So... It, it, it makes me wonder how other people... So, for instance, Bullet to the Heart, she wrote Heartbreaker. But I'm going to tell you that the lead singer is engaged. And from what I see, it's a very good re- relationship. So how, to me, how can she step out of that happy relationship mode and write a song about a heartbreak? Unless she wrote it at a different time, possibly. Um, but that brings us to Big Ugly. What do they have in their past or their knowledge or their families that brings them to write about um, fallen soldiers. And so how do you create? Where is your best place in your head to create? Now, years ago, I had a band on the show, and I'm not going to say their name, but I hadn't heard from them for a, long, for a while. And they wouldn't just send me their new songs. They would send me updates, and they sent shirts to my daughter and all this stuff. And I wrote to them, I'm like, guys, where are you? Where's the music? I'm like, I'd love to hear some stuff you've got. And they wrote, Kimmy, I think I've told this story on the show, I know. Our lead singer's in drug rehab. And unfortunately, he only writes good songs when he's really, really high. So I think we're over as a band because it's more important to us that he stay sober than write really, really good songs while he's high. And they never did get back together. And I lost their individual names. And I can't find them on the internet. So I'm hoping that their lead singer did stay sober. And if it means giving up a music career in order to stay healthy, by all means, that's what I want. But it does make me look at bands differently and think, what makes you write these lyrics? Um, Is it your fascination with the occult, which I get a lot of? Your fascination with Greek mythology? In metal, I get so much Greek mythology, which I didn't even know would happen. Um, And then here, I've I've got Big Ugly writing really beautiful music. So... Um, It's been a big learning experience for me in the past 10 years um, because I started writing pretty young. I think I was writing poems by like third grade or fourth fourth grade, which isn't a great um, statement about my childhood. I didn't have a bad childhood, but I had some things happen, you know, a death of someone very close to me in a horrible way. And so I wrote and that's how I dealt with it. 
Because when you're in fourth grade, you, you know, well, nowadays you can go to your parents and say, hey, I need help. But then, <laughs> I guess it wasn't back that long ago, but then you could not go to your mom and say, I need help. You just did what you did. So I wrote and um, I hid it from her as much as possible. She found it. She grounded me, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, um, so I'm going to be writing to Big Ugly tonight and find out what um, what motivates them and what, what pushes them to write. And if what else have they written that digs deep? It's very, very interesting to me. All right, I'm off my soapbox. Catapult the Propaganda is next. And I will tell you why I chose that name or that band with that name. This is their song, Marked. And you are listening to an epic episode of Kimmy and the Metal Deli.
So that is Catapult the Propaganda, and they are from Joliet, Illinois, which interestingly is, <laughs> oh, it's in Illinois. There's also a very big prison there, which doesn't matter, but they happen to have, so when I saw that they lived so close, I wanted to go see what they had coming up, and in April, they're playing with some good friends of mine, which is Extraction Point, and they're playing in, playing in Bradley, so I'm not going, but... Um, very cool band, very cool sound. Uh, Chick bassist, she just had her birthday at the end of February, so go to their page and wish her a happy birthday. That was their song, Marked. And um, wondering why, so I keep notes. Obviously, I keep notes when a band sends me music. I keep their band name, music name, or the song name, um, what's, what show I play them on, who gave me their music, so I have at least someone to blame if the band says, yeah, we did not give you our music. And then sometimes I'll put stuff next to it, like uh, sent by Rob from Extraction Point, and I don't have that on there. So regardless, um, if you want to go meet me at one of their shows, hit me up. I would love to see them live, and I always love to see Extraction Point. So that was Catapult the Propaganda. And why did that name stick out to me as I picked out who to play, I have been studying this whole concept of propaganda lately in my life because of a new job that I have. And propaganda, I always knew what it was, but I didn't really, or I still don't really understand, you know, does someone else say they, they printed this propaganda in the newspaper? And I'll be like, well, who, who's, does someone go up to the art, newspaper artist and say, make a propaganda page? I don't really get that. So I'm still working on that. Maybe... Oops, did you hear that? Nope, you didn't. Maybe the people from Catapult to Propaganda can tell me why they chose that name and they can explain propaganda to me a little bit more. Now, this next band has been on my show since show 11, which was a very, very, very long time ago. And they are no longer a band, but I love this song so much that as I was I was going through all my music, it just popped out at me and I just love this song. And this is a band called DS Mali from Chicago. I assume they are still all here somewhere, but I don't um, I don't know what happened to them. They split up, and I don't know if they became another band or if they all went on their ways. But this is DS Mali with a song called My Father. And I love this song.
Smiley from Sweet Home Chicago with my father and I remember when I first got that song and I hadn't been podcasting very long and it hit me I mean it hit me my my father was already gone um and not necessarily that the words to the song were my relationship with my father but just the whole idea of 
Um, you know, I was there when he died and I remember saying, don't go. So it kind of really hit me, but I loved the song anyway. I loved everything about it and it has come up often in the last 10 years. I've played them probably more now that they're not a band than I did when they were. So, um, love that song. Absolutely love that song. And by the way, um, if you ever get a chance to go back to show 11, it was a, it was a, it was a show that I really felt sometimes I get up from a show. I'll be like, yeah, I did. Okay. And sometimes I get up from a show and I'm like, I nailed it. And show 11 was the first show that I really got up and felt that I knew what I was doing because I did not know what I was doing, but, um, yeah, so that was show 11. Okay, so I'm going to end the show a little bit early since I have a pizza coming, I have a friend coming, and I have a lot of people calling me and asking me about these freaking dogs, which um, I am going to go, I'm going to go back to the vet and leave a message for the owner of the very dangerous dogs and tell him I have a podcast and I want to I interview him on this show. Now, in my town, that probably won't go over very well, but we'll see. So hopefully in the next couple of weeks, we'll have an interview with the owner of the big of the very dangerous dogs, the very dangerous dogs. So we're going to end this show today with Bullet to the Heart, Knives Deep. Come and find them in Chicago. They are performing. They are great. And that's it. Here it goes. Uh, Bullet to the Heart.
bullets of the heart. You heard them first and last. You heard them first with Heartbreaker. You heard them last with Knives Deep. And hopefully there will be more of them coming soon to a metal deli near you, which would be this one. There's no other metal deli. So I'm going to be ending today a little early since I have a friend coming over, a pizza coming, and now my son wants to hear about the very dangerous dogs. Not because they almost got me, but because they almost got his dog. Anyway, so I'd like to thank all of the bands who've been on today. Bullet to the Heart, Burdizo, Blood of Angels, Carcinogen Daily, thank you guys twice, Day of Doom, The Mound Builders, Chain Snap, Big Ugly, guys, I'm playing you on the next show because I didn't do you right, Catapult the Propaganda, DS Molly. And then also thank you to Moose from Metal Coffee PR, Evan J. Thomas from Badass Productions, and uh, you, my awesome, awesome listeners. I actually have two more things that I wanted to talk to you about. I was so excited for a couple days now to tell you about ducks. Yes, ducks, the ones that float in the pond and they look really cute. They're not very nice, but I'll tell you about that on the Metal Deli 213. Come back next week and you'll hear it. And also go to my website. It's been updated There's some cool new stuff on there. We're still working on it, but it's getting to where I want it to be. Thanks for listening. Come back next week for more of the Metal Deli. Remember, if you don't like metal, you just have to like me. See ya. 